Welcome to the Thoughtless Experiment. We are here with Tony and Sean. <laughs> wow. That was aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> Episode 54. We just got hijacked. <laughs> you, you made that happen. How did I make that happen? That I wanted to restart the episode before... Before so everything this was has really been a, set up? This has been a theme for the past, like, two weeks. Uh, Tony Casillas has been sexually harassed <laughs> at my business, my place of business. He's, because uh, I said you look good working? At, well, that was this week. Last week, I believe you slapped both of my butt cheeks. Yes. yes. I, I was witness to that. Yes, yes. Correct. Uh, Sean was a witness. He did nothing I, to help me. No. I was actually rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then I believe one day he gave me a kiss on the side of my head. And yeah, I, and I this I went home and I told my wife. What'd she say? She was just like, "It was Tony." I mean, she's like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." So because I guess she approves. Yeah, because I'm European. It comes from a good place. When Americans do it, European. it's sexually harassing. <laughs> when a European does it, it's okay. You're actually racist, Josh, because you you thought that that was sexual. Yeah. Uh. Um, I want nothing. When, I, I, I was trying to hype you up. I was trying to make you a better man. And then you come on my platform to try to <laughs> dethrone me. Mm-hmm. You're about to get you're, a, you're about to get no more kisses. I'd appreciate that. Then you're getting them all. <laughs> we know. Look, it's, you casually you suck his dick. It's not weird. I it's, like. That's, it's not I think sexual. it's funny. I like. I think it's funny slapping another guy's ass. That's Be- not okay. We can't. Why? Why is it not okay? Because you forget how large you are. You're a, you're a large person. Yeah, I do a light tap. Yeah, but even a light tap from a large person. You know what I mean? I am a large. Pull pull up the equation for linear momentum. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me break this down for you, Tony. Did you call me a large person or a lard person? <laughs> I think you called me a. I'm gonna fuck l- this up. Linear momentum. You got it. Yeah. Go to images. So, Tony, when you are slapping Jazz's, Josh's ass, Jazz's ass, <laughs> um, can you zoom in on any, any one of those? It will work. Linear momentum. Look at this. On the left side of the equation, you have the change in time of the, um, the P vector, which is, of course, momentum. It's equivalent to the mass, which is your hand, the mass of your hand, which is massive, <laughs> times... Um, the change of velocity over time, which is, of course, uh, a force. And what that gets us is a force times the time, which is a momentum. The force over time applied by your hand to Josh's ass is a lot of momentum. And that momentum causes emotional pain for him, even if you're European. That's ir- irrelevant of whether or not you're European. No. This has been a lesson by Sean Riley. The, right there, that is the U is for European. That's a V. <laughs> it's for Venezuelan. Venezuelan. <laughs> that that DVDT. That's the change of velocity over the change in time. Oh, cool! Thanks for that lesson, Sean. Want to want to go to lesson number two? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's do lesson number. Why two. globalists are ruining the country? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I love math. I'm gonna make. We should just make this a math propaganda show. Um, no. Do you understand I, I, no, any anyway? No. I'm half of the show, and no, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not going to turn this into a math propaganda show. That's the thing, Sean. Go back to like engineering. <laughs> if you really love math that much, quit comedy and go back into engineering. I, 
You know who had a passion for math? Who? Comedian Norm Macdonald. Rest in peace. Yeah. You know why he had a passion in math? Because he had a gambling addiction. I also have a gambling addiction. Do you use your math to try to try to get an edge on the casinos? On the stock market sometimes. Oh, so and the world casino. The world's the real casino. The real casino. The one that's actually and also it's rigged. It's just as rigged as the Really? The Vegas ones. Yeah. Do they have a guy do the is there like a at like Wall Street, you know, do they have like a a table with stocks? It's kinda of like blackjack. Where he goes, he goes. Oh shit! You got Amazon, and I got, I got Walmart. <laughs> you win. <laughs> Is it like blackjack? Uh, it's more like it's more like you know, planting child porn on your competitors' dev- laptop. But the same thing. Well, explain what what do you mean by that? Trying to like, you know, destroy your the reputation of your. That's what they do. Competitor. I don't know. Maybe I'm joke. I'm. Jo- I mean, maybe. Okay. I would, if I was CEO of Amazon. You know how much power you have for the CEO of Amazon? How much power? A lot. You can do anything. Anything? You're above the law. So you You're above that. You think Elon Musk, do you think he's killed? Yeah, every day. Do you think uh, every guy, Jeff every, Bezos is killed? Every time a little boy in a cobalt mine trips and hits his head on a rock, that's made, Elon's blood. Yeah, made out of electricity. Every time a little kid steps on vibranium <laughs> and it explodes, you know what a vibranium explodes? Like a, it's like an IED. Yeah. And you know our soldiers. I love. I love our veterans. I love our veterans. Um, and um, when when the when the IED explodes, it's just like when vibranium explodes on a little boy, <laughs> creating the materials. But we can't make. I would also like to thank Cobalt. Like we can't make this show without Cobalt. It's actually a requirement for the show. So, so I'm, the, I'm, I don't want to be a hypocrite. You're the person that debunked that for me, the vibranium rocks. <laughs> no, you did. I did debunk it. it, it like, I, and did I, I, I do it? I, I'm sorry if I did it in a condescending way. It was, was I really condescending? Yeah. you were, You. Were, I really shit on you, you for not knowing what vi- like. You literally looked at me and said, oh, that's the problem with you Marvel watchers. <laughs> that's a Marvel fucking rock. <laughs> and you look at it and you just go, ooh, it, that's a real rock. It looked real. I will say I was it I was real and a lot of people I was convinced a lot, about, of, a lot of people shared it. I know because it does look real. And, you know, um, this is one of the was one of the consequences of a society that hook, is hooked on the MCU. I th- if you're just I think you, the MC- can you explain it for the people that don't know about vibranium and. You know, vibranium what it is. Isn't it like electric electric charged rock? I thought, isn't it from the MCU? No, it just sounds like it is. Oh, it's not actually from the MCU. No. Um, vibranium found in the Congo. Here's all you need to know about viral electrically charged rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you thought this was real. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, you're not, I mean, look, not many people like science. No. But, and I got to accept that. No, but Sean, wasn't like when they found fucking oil for the first time they were like yuck this is black gill yuck and now look at oil people start wars for oil yeah so maybe we found a new mineral i'm sorry that i thought we found a new mineral and it wasn't like it wasn't like I saw one video and I go the rocks are made out of electricity <laughs> now it wasn't it was 
Josh, back me up on it. It was like a two or three thing day thing, right? What I I I saw it, uh, I saw it once, but when he lit it up, I was yeah. just. I don't know. I kind of thought it was bullshit. Click on the video. Because <laughs> you know, this, is why, this is why I thought it was bullshit. The reason I thought it was bullshit is because there's no way we would have ever heard about it. You know what I mean? Like, it would be, the United States would be there already. Yeah. Getting their shit. Like, they're, nope. That's not coming we out. We would have a war with the Congo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see the, the video. Let's see the video. It's on, it's on this page. It's a new fuel source, ladies and gentlemen. It looked cool, too. It also, it, <laughs> my bad. I was high, I was stoned, and it looked cool. And I was like, rocks that can, or walk that can power my Xbox? Yes, please. <laughs> rocks do power your Xbox already. <laughs> okay. Um, electrically charged stones discovered in the Democratic Republic of Congo. Now more trouble. Whoa. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Wow. So it's, so it's like, if you're just listening, it's a guy with a rock. Touching another rock, and the other rock, i.e. the vibranium, is sparking. You know what I realized he did? What? He probably had a, uh, what's the thing called? To cut metal, um, a fucking... A blowtorch? Yeah, like a blowtorch. Uh, underneath? Underneath. Yeah. Because he's mm. wearing the gloves of a blow... So he probably had the blowtorch underneath. When they touched... I mean, he spread awareness about the Congo, which is important. The Cong- I mean, yeah, but we're not. Ca- we don't care about the Congo if they don't have electricity. Rock, I cared. I was like, yeah, let's get over there, save them, but also make sure we get those fucking dope ass rocks. Dude, you know what'd be funny is if the like the, the- those were basically an upgrade to pop rocks. We, oh, back in like middle school and shit. Yeah, dude, pop rocks were awesome. I love pop rocks, and they gave us pop rocks that we could turn into weapons. Do you think that um? Maybe like the CEO of Chevron like saw that video and like was fooled and like yeah. landed in the Congo, and then like, where like, are they? They're bro? like Johnson, Johnson, it's fake. All right, get me out of this fucking place. He goes up to a Cong- like a Congian like mining facility, sits down like ten children. Where are the electric rocks, sir? Scientifically, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Where are they, Jonathan, <laughs> sir? It was a fake video. <laughs> Look on the internet. I promise you. Umbeke, I'm giving you one more chance. Show me the vibranium. Sir, this is a big problem about modern social media. How you could just spread news without any fact check and it could become truth. One. <laughs> Two. And then the guy goes, okay, okay, I found it. He gets two little blow torches with rocks <laughs> underneath and he goes, Look, and he goes, we just hit gold, Jonathan. <laughs> he gets on the phone. I need $800 million. <laughs> I need I need the U.S. military in $800 million right now. He flies back. We need to get to, Johnson, you need to see this. He, they, get, they, they hire like five, six, seven big military cargo planes, right? They bring all the rocks to New York City. It's in a big boardroom, <laughs> and he just goes, bring in all the world leaders, all the reporters, everybody. There's just rocks all over him, and he goes, welcome. <laughs> I control the electric rock market, <laughs> idiots. So anybody that's betrayed me will die. <laughs> and he picks up two rocks and just goes, <laughs> <laughs> 
They're not. <laughs> They're not turning on. <laughs> How do you turn them on? <laughs> and then he just goes, God damn it. Throws her out, kids it, kills a reporter. <laughs> oh shit, a normal rock works is good. All right. You had a good point though. This, this brings up uh, like people going and seeing the child slavery happening in the Congo. From no one yeah. But at least they put some, you know, light on it. Yeah, but this is what happens. And I remember this in college, and this is, uh, it was right after Libya, after they killed uh, Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. You know how Libya kind of went crazy afterwards because, like. Put some respect on his name. Gaddafi. Muammar, Muammar Gaddafi. Muammar, Muammar Gaddafi. Great man. Great leader. He was trying to get da- us. Hey. Continue. Died too soon. I mean, honestly, like. Jokes aside, he was trying to get us off of the uh, petrodollar. The, the petrodollar, yeah, which would have which would have usurped the United States as a global superpower, and that's why they killed him. Also, he was a terrorist. Yeah, but, but that's not why they killed him. I remember, you know, like slavery is huge now in Libya now because after Gaddafi died, you said that you said that like like slavery is huge. You said that like uh, like like Gary V would be like TikTok clip TikTok real. reels <laughs> are huge right now. Hey, Why are you not on Facebook Reels? Hey sharks, <laughs> hey sharks! I got fifty Libyan slaves, <laughs> and I'm here. I'm here to create a new app called My Slave. <laughs> it's a new app where you can rent out your slave to other people. It increases the capacity. Don't you hate it when your slave's doing nothing? <laughs> It's not making you any when money. You, when you have no work for your slave, and Mark Cuban's like, oh, yes. <laughs> Mr. Wonderful. Mark, Mark Cuban goes, I have hundreds of slaves. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Wonderful's just like, can you keep, what do you want? What do you want? And he goes, I want $100,000 for 5%. Make it 7%. We got ourselves a deal. Uh, how about 8% of future revenues until I make back my money, yeah. and then I get to have sex with all your slaves? <laughs> But okay, so during that time, there was a girl that I went to college with, who uh, they were showing like Libya, like this that slavery went up in Libya. There was like a slave market. It's very sad. She posted a video on Instagram of her crying, <laughs> like it was aggressive. How could we let this happen? Uh-huh. <laughs> Ah, like it was aggressive. Like leave Britney alone. Like it was bad. And at first you watch it and you go, oh fuck, this is like really affecting her. And like people were sharing it. Like it. She, dude, she like blew up a little bit. Like it got like some traction. Yeah. And then the next day she goes, come to my fashion show. And it was just like, huh. Was, because she seemed like distraught. I was worried about her. I thought that slaves being in Libya now, I thought meant that she might not live another day. That it hurts her so much. Yeah. But then she got like 5,000 followers, and it seemed like it was all worth it. (laughs) (laughs) It seemed like she was like, you know what? Slavery is benefiting me now, so let's let it happen a little bit more, and then we'll stop it. Yeah. Well, I mean, talking about slavery, you know, we're talking about slavery and benefit. We're actually beneficiaries of slavery now. Jesus. By saying the word slave. Jesus. Um, Tony, I've got a, What's fa- your stance? I have a fashion show tomorrow, <laughs> and I really appreciate it if you would come. 
Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really into men's fashion. I'm into, personally, I'm, I also have a fashion show, and just, I don't want to be a bigot and a piece of shit. It is a fashion show for male slaves. <laughs> so these, these, these outfits are for male slaves, and people say, but they don't make money. They'll figure it out. They'll get cash to buy these clothes. Uh-huh. Because they're that good, and they're that cool. <laughs> Your German came out a little bit. Yeah, cool. Anytime we talk about fashion. So male slave fashion, is that just like a like a normal suit? Because the man's a slave because we're all slaves. Yeah. I think I think just I just think if you look past in history, male slaves have never had a good fashion choice. It's all riggedy raggedy and we're gonna just make them look cool. We're gonna make these slaves look cool, rugged. fun, rugged. We're gonna we're Hawkins gonna, to the past. Yeah, we're gonna make it that you if you're a slave owner, you're gonna want to buy your slave these clothes because other slave owners are gonna drive past your your plantation and go, "Damn, those are some good looking slaves." Heads will roll. Heads will, heads will turn. I mean. Heads heads will turn. I mean, <laughs> and they will roll. <laughs> no, dude, it, it's yeah. I mean, it's always been a thing. I would love it. I was just gonna say earlier, um, if the. Uh, I would love it if the guy, like the oil executives, go to the Congo and they find the vibranium, and then um, they come back to America. They're like, "Fascism in the Congo must be stopped. There's a fascist leader, and we need to overthrow him and install a democratic leader and get this vibranium. <laughs> get our ass." <laughs> that would have been funny if Joe Biden started a war. Because we started a, f- a war based off fake nuclear bombs. Mm-hmm. What if we started a war based off fake rocks that th- that when they touch, they go, whoa, bzz, bzz, that's cool. <laughs> it is the same level of fakeness. The nuclear bombs weren't real yeah, yeah. and the vibranium's not real. That would have been could. funny if there was like a, a presidential speech. He just comes on TV, breaking news, the president. We are going to invade the Congo. And we're gonna we're gonna free them. We're gonna free them, and we're gonna get those rocks. <laughs> They're building nukes with those rocks. They're worse than nuclear bombs. They're electricity rocks. <laughs> have you ever been hit in the head with a rock? You know I have. Now imagine it was electric. <laughs> Oi! We're gonna rock down <laughs> to Electric Avenue, and, and then, then we'll take it higher. <laughs> we were listening to that on the way here. That's the theme song of that's the theme song of that war. Yeah, like Credence was Vietnam. <laughs> Down in the street there was violence. <laughs> and there was lots of work to be done. <laughs> Oi Man. No, I mean, you know, it's it's um I don't know. I mean it's hard to I have I have a lot of apathy. It's hard for me to even really care. It's almost like there's this like you know, malaise. There's almost like I don't know. Like I just, I have empathy for the people. I just, it's not even real to me, dude. Is that fucked up? It's not even real to me. It's not fucked up. I live in my world, and everyone else lives in their world. I think it's just. But I want stuff to change, or else I wouldn't be doing this. I just think it's it's fucked up, but it's like it's also it's like we love our luxuries. America hates slavery. We hate it. But we do all, we? We do. We hate it, but we love our luxuries. Yeah. And that's why we like play we play like the slave game here in America. We we're on like the line of the slave game. Where we're like, no, we don't have slaves. We pay them seven twenty-five an hour. And then people are like, they can't really live on that. Sure they can. 
Sure Work hard. Can. Wake up early. Wake up early. Jocko Willings. Jocko Willings. I don't have Spotify Premium. He I can't w- listen to Jocko Willings. He wakes up at five. He's an. <laughs> he's look at him. Dude, I don't, you know it's. I don't know it's. But the the conditions like it is different. Like conditions in the like actual slaves is like markedly different from here. From like if Wait, you work at yeah. twelve hours a day at Amazon. Yeah, because here at least there is that chance of winning. Like no, of of being able to earn money, yeah, or you know, gaining some kind of profit on something. You know, there's a chance of actually getting out of it. Where I doubt being a slave in the Congo, I I doubt there's like a chance of like, you know, owning a small business. Uh, you could be like a, a manager of child slaves one day if you work hard enough. You know what? That's your problem, Tony. It's like this is Americanized. Like K- is like, Are you talking like a K-pop band, but for Kongian <laughs> children? Not that type of manager, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like an entertainment manager? <laughs> One, two, three, four. There's a kid. Wow, picking up rocks all day is really affecting my back, but not as bad as when my wife complains and everybody goes, that's uh, uh. how so they laugh because they don't have enough water. <laughs> Their throat's dry. Uh. <laughs> they they don't laugh. They haven't laughed in a long time. <laughs> um, dude, I was actually reading, watching these interviews about um, these guys called Doomers. Have you heard of Doomers? No. Doomers are like these guys that think the world's gonna end soon. It's like Dooms, do, the new Doomsday, Doomsday or, like Doomsday Preppers. Doom Doomsday Preppers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and um yeah the uh you know and, and there's another there, I yeah and I actually want to distinguish it from the one that I saw was like doomer is not like zoomer that's that's not the culture I'm talking about like yeah. there's these guys it's these guys that like have like done like research and shit and you know it is kind of like a fringe ideology but they literally think the world's going to end within our lifetime within our lifetime and like they make some really good points, dude. Yeah. Like they talk about like pot, like, like, um, cause dude, so much, I've, I don't know, like so much of nature. Hey, when God's ready to kill us again, <laughs> he'll let us know. He, I mean, it, no, people, he lets one guy know, and then that yeah. guy is the crazy guy, and he's supposed to go tell everybody. That's kind of a lazy way to, to spread the word. Okay, God, God, like, God's- hey, uh, Joe. Can you do it? Dude, I'm going to kill everyone. Can you let everyone know? <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah. Hey, God, can't you like tell everybody? <laughs> you have that power. I don't know, but it would take like 20 minutes. Now I got to watch the game. Can you just tell people? Why did, Why was it do everything? I, I, I made you. Did I, I made you. I made you. I, hey, I'm rewatching Breaking Bad. I got better things to do. My son, my they, they praised my son. He didn't do shit. I am him. I am him. People don't know this about about Jesus. I am Jesus. Oh, he's the guy. His picture is the one we hang up. Yeah, but in the Middle East, if we draw you, we die. (laughs) Yeah, it's fucked. It's kind (laughs) of fucked, isn't it? What if God was the guy that like caused the Muhammad thing? Like God was like, "Don't draw this guy anymore." He's yeah, what if God? I'm tired ha- of him getting all the credit. Yeah, I, can I, you I, not draw him? This is my theory. God has body dysmorphia, and he told he told. He's like, don't draw me. He goes, do not draw me. He he went to he went to Six Flags once. God went to Six Flags <laughs> and got like a character drawing, and he did not like it. Yeah. And he goes, you never draw me again. 
He like snaps his fingers and the guy gets dragged to hell. <laughs> what does Muhammad look like? Why are we, do- Josh? I never seen a picture. We're not supposed to do this. No, it's. What's wrong that's, with me? We can look at a. I think we can look at a photo of him. You're right? not allowed to draw him. Tony, <laughs> I'm sure we've already, if we've already, we've already made like we're already fucked. Yeah, we've you, we've already made a lot of jokes about Islam and slavery too. Yeah, having your app for slaves. Yeah, Sla- yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, are you scared of? I I mean, let's just come out and say it. A lot of people that um, I'm scared of getting assassinated I by a crazy guy. I don't want to be Charlie Heppo. Who's that? He was that. A uh, French comic book strip guy. Yeah, that got killed because he painted Muhammad. Yeah, but you know he was a bitch about it. <laughs> and uh, those are scary pictures of Muhammad. Ooh, ah, okay, those make Muhammad look spooky. Gave it. If you're See, just if you're just that's listening, that's the picture. That's the picture that got drawn <laughs> of Muhammad at Six Flags, and Muhammad was like, "No, thank you." <laughs> Why is there an upside down cross anyway? Um, you went to quick, Jesus. Didn't you go to like New York City? I did. How was that? I met the Prophet Muhammad <laughs> in, the, in an alleyway. <laughs> um, no, dude, it was a good trip, man. Um, Do you like New York? Is it as dangerous as the uh, the media makes it out to seem? Uh, I will say this: um, I was I took the subway. I was in New York for four or five days. I only took the subway. Uh huh. Um, except at night when I Uber because it's dangerous at night. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. Well, I would take the subway during the day, and then at the end of the night when I'm ready to go back to the hotel, I took an Uber. Okay. Because, I mean, no, literally I was talking to people, and I, I asked them, like locals, mm-hmm. uh, like New Yorkers, and I was like, what's the deal with the subway? And mm-hmm. they would go, don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'd be like, um, hey, I'm thinking about hey. getting a slice and taking the subway. I was the dollar pizza <laughs> with the dollar, the rats and the dollar pizza. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, yeah, you have Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> so he sucks. Let me meet your rat mother. <laughs> Come on, give me a pizza. Hey, million. You know what they say? Hey, if you want in a million, there's eight of you in New York. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Hey. If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. You can make it. Hey, I doubt it. If you can make it in Brooklyn, that you can make it in the Congo as a slave. I day New York. New York is hard to make it. It's not that hard. Yeah, like uh, some like. Hey, you can make it here. You can survive a war. It's like no. Like some dumb bitch is doing a musical. Like, ah, I'm gonna be on Broadway. I can make it anywhere. And then she goes to the Congo. And then she's shot. just like, wow, this is hard. <laughs> Picking up vibranium. <laughs> All I know is vibranium. Da, da, da. Pick up that vibranium. <laughs> That would be funny. That would be funny if... Vibranium the musical. Vibranium the musical. No, if like a New York person that just goes, I made it in New York, I can make it anywhere. And just goes, yeah, goes to the Congo and goes, hey there, uh, hey there, fella. How about you release these slaves? And they're like, no. (laughs) Hey, I made it in New York City. And they're like, we don't 
care. <laughs> we hate America. <laughs> we hate America. <laughs> Take her phone. <laughs> <laughs> Take her phone, throw her in the ditch, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and get back to work. <laughs> so you were you talked to them, you talked to them, and they what did they say about the subway? Uh, I mean, they basically said the New York subway. It's it's um if you take the New York subway after like one or one or two one or two a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, you might see some crazy shit. You know, because it's cold. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot. I mean, I'm, I'm speculating. I don't I don't know this for sure. I'm talking to my ass a little bit, but I would assume if I, it's cold at New York, you're, the, all the homeless people go downstairs and kind of ride the subway for warmth. It was um, a little scary the one time I took it at late at night. When did you, when did you take it? What time? Like two? <sighs> I've taken it at two, but yeah. it was years ago. Like one thirty-two. Yeah, because there's always characters on the subway, but you just have people around you, so you're just like, okay, if something happens, we could take this guy. Dude. Uh, you know, it's like the scene from Spider-Man 2 where it's like, hey, Doc Ock, we're New Yorkers, and they throw shit at him, and then he kills like five of them. <laughs> Because he has metal arms, and it's like, hey, New Yorkers, you're not that tough. Yeah, let's let's <laughs> yeah. let's not fight Doctor Octopus. Yeah, Doctor Octopus. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that the time I took it by myself was kind of scary, because it's like it's literally you and another. Cr- it's just a crazy person in the train car, and you're just sitting there, just going like, I hope he stops staring at me. <laughs> I hope he stops staring at me. And then you like outstretch, like. He's still staring at he's me. He's one seat closer. Yeah, it's like he's still staring at me. And they'll be like, Oi! And then you're like, don't respond. That's what he wants. He wants a response. He wants a reason to kick your ass. And it's like I had to fake pretend to fall asleep. That's what you did? Yeah. I like I just that like, that to me, I would feel like that's making you vulnerable. No, just because Dude, they or like, well, yeah, it's no, like an animal. This guy, no, because like, if they're crazy, like a lot of like, it's the eye contact. Yeah. If they see eye contact, they're like, "What the fuck?" Right. It's well, like it's like hostility. If you, yeah. if you look them in the eye, it's hostility. Because a lot of them are on drugs. I would. I get that. When I'm on drugs, if people look at me, I fuck with them. I understand that. <laughs> what? Like when I did drugs in high school, if people look at me in the eye, I'm like, "What are you looking at?" What drugs did you do in high school? Like you know, psychedelics. Like, when when you were on psychedelics and someone looked in your eye, you just go fuck. Yeah, when I'm having a bad trip. Oh, my friends, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you looking at, dude?" I would, oh. I would say that to my yeah. You seem like the what worst the f- person to trip with. What the? I, and I was sober one. <laughs> Maybe on drugs. <laughs> I look at them. I love and like actually when you were on uh, DMT, if I could talk about this, yeah. I love fucking with people on drugs because they think they're so spiritual <laughs> and special. Fuck you. You think you're you think you're cool because you're on drugs? I'll fuck with you. There's cops outside, dude. Dude, run. What is that? Oh, you're a monster, Sean. Dude, the is worst. that blue? What is that light outside? What the fuck? What the fuck? Just dude? know, Sean. No, is there Sean. A light out- Sean, just know if you ever did that to me, <laughs> I'm not kidding. The podcast would be over. Our <laughs> friendship would be over. No, seriously, like it would be the end of everything, <laughs> dude. Okay, I don't act like in high school. I did do that. No. If but, if I was tri- if I told you, hey Sean, I'm on acid, and I'm like tripping pretty hard, and you went, the cops are here. <laughs> yeah, it, it, Sean, it would. I would. Be I would upset. never do that. I you, would never. You did do that. gang signs to me. Yeah, I'm, I lightly. I, I was on DMT, and I wake up. Like, Tony's on DMT. I threw up the blood sign. I wake up. That's, and he's that's hilarious. Doing, he's doing gang signs, and at first, I'm like a little freaked out, but then he just keeps going. And then 
I just die laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. You're on DMT. I throw up bloods. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> it's you. Th- you're meeting God, and I'm like, Nah, bitch. This is Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> you and you and Brooklyn, son. <laughs> so, d- did you like the subway during the day? Yeah, and I want to say this about the New York subway. It's so, per- it's, it's smelly. No, it was efficient. Um, it's one of the only cities with effective public transportation. Um, and it's beautiful. People play music in the subway. I saw like a some guy playing the electric cello. Oh, that's cool. I like when uh, that happens. I saw some, a whole band was doing a, a Times Square station. They're doing like a. But cover. also, that's a very tourist thing to like. Is oh, I was on the subway and a guy played the electric cello. It is because when I went to go visit my buddy Daniel, and there was like dancers on the subway, I was like, whoa, on that- the train or in the no. In the station. In the in the on the train. Oh, I hate that shit. And they were dancing on the train, and I was like, "Whoa, isn't this cool?" And my buddy Daniel's just like, "I work twelve hours. <laughs> I don't need to see them dance." And they're like, "Everybody clap! Everybody clap!" And it's just cold, and everybody's getting off work, you know. And they have like an hour. Yeah. Like yeah. Some guys trying to smoke a blunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like them on the train. I like them in the station. Okay. Like that's because those are the people. Those are the people that are getting paid to do it. Yeah, the people on the they're, trains. They're not are, getting paid to do it. Yeah. No. That's perm. It's totally perm. I'm no, per- it's not. You don't get paid to perform. You're you're busking. Right. You're busking. But you don't get. Yeah. Isn't it? But you don't you have to get per- permitted no, by the city. No. 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 But it's dude, a, it's, it's, everyone it's, would busk though. No, it's one. Don't of, you need a permit to? Can we look it up? I don't think you do per- to perform on the New York subway. I think they'll arrest you if you busk without a permit. Dude, imagine every every musician would move to New York and busk if it was not permitted. I think you need to like have some sort of clout. Musicians can play in the subway so I stand corrected. without a permit. Dude, because the thing is Why don't I see more musicians doing it then? You can make a lot of money doing that. I like bet, three, I, four dollars a day. You have four days, Sean. I bet you they they do. But why would I as a musician not busk? I play eight hours a day for like everyone I could get That's followers. That's exhausting. Playing eight hours a day in well, a subway. Well, you know, you want to you want to be a musician or not? It's time to work hard. That's what. No, but you go to Times Square. You go to like Times Square, or you go to like uh, the parks. You'll see a lot more musicians. Hmm. Because also, it probably doesn't sound as good in the subway, in the subway station, because it's echoey. In Europe, dude, you'll see a busker. Go to like in Heidelberg when I grew up in Heidelberg. Go downtown. There'd be like you'd walk down the uh, the main street. Mm-hmm. There'd be like a bus girl almost on every corner. Can I do busking, but like for my political takes? Like I have. We little... should busk this podcast. <laughs> Just take Josh on the road. No, that's, set that's, this up. That's actually been done. That's yeah. that's podcast, but outside. It was illegal until the 1980s to perform on the New York. Wow, to busk. I'd never heard that word before. By the way, I think I've, it's it's been a while for it's me. It's like an old circus term. Oh, okay. It's like literally, it's an old street performing. But anyway, about the, the 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 crime and the danger and stuff. It's not let's that be, bad. It's not. I, I don't want to stoke fear with people. Like I, I'm pretty sure if you look at like murders per capita in New York City, like four. Can you look up murders and murder near mur, murder rate in New York City, dude? Literally, you're more likely to get statistically, yeah, homicide per hundred thousand residents. I think you're more likely to get killed in Austin than New York. No, honestly though, like I, there were moments when I went to New York. Detroit was the highest. Yeah, LA is worse. New York, it's Detroit, 
Chicago, L.A. are, are all worse than New York. As of, uh, I don't know what year that is, but. But, like, there were moments, like, when I was in New York where it's, like, you're walking down the street. Like, when I went to my buddy Daniel's house, I got off the subway. And there was, like, a sketchy situation going on. Car was on fire. And uh, I just stayed alert. And you just stay alert. And I looked on my phone real quick. I go, okay, instead of going this route, I'll go up and then across. And I think if you just stay alert, you're fine. Yeah, and, dude. And like I think that's all it is. I think the people that like get like fucked up in New York is like when you're like drunk, acting a fool, you're vulnerable. Yeah. But even I like actually my dude, my my friend, and this is this is not my story to tell, but he got jumped. He's a comedian. Really? Really? He's telling me he got jumped. Um and so but even then, dude, he like ran into a convenience store and in Austin? No, in New York, a New York oh. guy. And um but he was fine, like people took care of him. Yeah. And um, you know, it's usually just punk kids, um, and like the, the kids are scary. If I and look, dude, if I was a kid, kids scare me the most, dude. I saw kids. I I was I wanted to say something, but I was like, I'm not gonna. Do, I can't because they'll probably fuck me up. I was uh, parked. Still, were on, they stealing vibranium? <laughs> no, I was parked on the bridge, and they were making this Austin homeless guy. Like disgustingly eat something, and the more he ate, they threw like ones on him, like he was a dog. Really? And they were recording it. That's called content, Tony. Next story. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw it, and I was like very disgusted. But it was like that sounds like that sounds like uh, the the setup for the next Spider Man movie. <laughs> no, you, you Spider Man. No, I wanted to I wanted to say something, but it was like six teenagers. Yeah. And I was like, they would fuck me up. You know, you know what's gonna happen now, Tony? Your uncle's gonna be eating shit. They're gonna make your uncle eat shit, and you're gonna be like, How is this happening? <laughs> it's gonna be the same kids, and the kids are gonna be like, You wanna you wanna see something cool? <laughs> and then you You should have done something, is what I'm saying. What should I have done? You should have shot them all. <laughs> Like a hero, you should have been like, "I'll give you ten dollars to not eat the shit." Was it shit? What is? What were they making it of just, me in Austin? I don't know. Under the bridge. This yeah. town is sick. I think that's every town. I think it's just teenagers with little. Cats. You wouldn't see that in New York. We got self-respected in New York. <laughs> Look at the homicide rate in '93 compared to the rest, dude. I read a whole book. I've been reading a lot. I'm very intelligent now. I'm very <laughs> smart. Those were all smart sentences. Um. I read an entire book that... I've been reading a lot. I'm very smart. I'm very intelligent. I've been working out. I've been eating better. I've been sleeping better. I've been drinking water. And I have terminal cancer. Jeez. No, I, re I, did, I read a whole book about that, that partially talked about the, the drop in the New York crime rate from 93 to 94. Yeah. And the reason people are like, they have no idea why the crime dropped that much. Because there were, I think, less police... Yeah, like it wasn't all, all related to the number of cops. Probably mob had a big thing to do with it too. Yeah, the mob, or like, it was the economics of like I think more people were going to work. The, um, so they didn't have to commit crimes. It's because they had work. Yeah, and like I think police became less corrupt, like with mob ties. I, you know what? It's well, if there's a lot of different explanations people have about it, but like. Dude, it's really, really interesting. Why was I thinking about that earlier? Oh, yeah. It's really... Actually, it was that same book that kind of talks about, like, 
these um you know like chain you know like here's like you know with this like end of the world shit right mm -hmm. these guys you know and this is like true in all, a lot of nature is like you know like when you freeze water right water is like liquid water up until a certain point and then like 67 to 68 degrees or no 67 to 66 degrees maybe it's still water mm -hmm. i don't know what the freezing point is but then 66 to 65 is when it becomes ice it's like a whole it's a whole different thing right damn so like that idea of like you can have an incremental change that doesn't do anything yeah it's still water but then that one more incremental change makes it ice that idea you can apply that idea to like the New York crime rate, like something small caused a huge oh. jump down. Or maybe when we get to nine billion people on Earth, that could be the lat the tipping point that causes like so the, I'm reading on here that it's the factors are uh increased incarceration rate nationwide. The That's crack e epidemic was ending, uh an aging population uh, a decline That's of funny. lead the poisoning epidemic ending? In, in children and the uh, and the legalization of abortion in the 1970s. <laughs> you know what? I believe all those reasons because they're not happy. Yeah. Crime went down because more people are in jail. So crime probably went up in jail. Less people were doing crack and we're doing heroin. We're aborting more kids. And they were doing less crack. We're not smoking. They were doing less crack and doing more heroin. And a heroin is a, downer. A, is a more chill drug. <laughs> and then uh, less kids with lead poisoning. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. But, uh, dude, I don't know. You know what I will say, though? Propaganda works, bro. Because I was on the New York subway. And even though the odds of me getting shoved into the fucking subway by a crazy guy are so low, I was fucking worried about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked behind me. When the subway approached, when I heard it approaching, I looked behind me. Uh-huh. And there were some... Dude, there's people that stand like fucking like power pose on the on the on the on the little like Line. on the edge i'm like you're you're asking for it i almost want to push you <laughs> <laughs> there is that there's that urge yeah <laughs> no i've never had that urge john i've never had the urge to push someone in front of the subway we've all also it's a little scarier that it's underground that's a scary thing because i love that in actually. heidelberg in heidelberg we had streetcars and it was above ground it was yeah. like you know and when it's underground, it's a little scarier. Why do you think that? I think, I think just the idea. Of, it is creep. It's like of a, the idea of like if it stops, you're trapped underground now with a crazy person. Yeah, and the rails are electrified. It's pretty creepy. Yeah, and I also like yeah. I I remember the one time I went at like one thirty two in the morning. We were down there. It was like me, a girl, and then like on. Further end, there was like these two guys arguing, homeless guys like yelling, uh huh, like fighting, like fuck you, man, fuck, like. And then they even asked, they're like, "What do you think?" And I just looked and I just went, and they just went, "All right, all right." We can we 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 need to start changing up the accents we use for the homeless. That was a white guy. Oh, that was a white guy. Yeah, we should use Asian too. Oh, hey man. I, oh, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> like, see, but when you when you do that accent, oh, hero, all right, hero. What That's you a, what you think? What you think? You, you don't think of a homeless guy when you make that accent, oh, and that's that's our that's our no, systemic racism. I've only seen Asian homeless people. 
Because unlike what unlike what media propaganda tells you, they say media propaganda tells you they're smart, industrious, industrious. No, they're lazy, <laughs> and they live on our streets. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's I I do I I really. It, it was kind of like what I said like two episodes ago when I called that Fox News lazy a lazy bit with the lazy eye a bitch, right? It's like those people talk about crime in New York all the time. Like that's always New York Dude, crime. it fucking works, bro. Yeah, My I, parents, are. I told them I was going to New York and they're like, oh, no. pearl clutching, literally, bro. My dad, I told him when we went to Chicago, I was like, we're going to Chicago. He goes, make sure you're at your hotel by 11 o'clock. Don't go out. Please don't go out late. Dude, it's like old, people get old. They move to the suburbs. Yeah. And then they fucking forget that, like, cities are, like, where half of the fucking country lives. Yeah. And I think it's just like, it's, it's, it's like you said, if you, if you watch the news and if you just watch negativity, you're just going to be absorbed by that negativity and you're going to believe that negativity. Yeah. New York is big and it's a lot of foot traffic. Yeah. It's probably more dangerous walking around New York City than it is shirts, Texas. But Maybe all, not though, no, dude. No, but what I'm saying is, I think there's a higher chance of like you know having a bad interaction. But also, guess what? In Shirts, Texas, I can't get a dope fucking sandwich at four in the morning. You know what I mean? That's so true. It's like I Bro. can't go see a Broadway play. I can't you know see amazing musicians. I can't. So it's like I can't do ketamine and crack at the same time. Yeah. Actually, you can. Also, my thing is. How expensive was it? It was pretty expensive, wasn't it? Uh, oh man. It I mean, dude, the food, the prices weren't that like the actual prices of like like drinking is expensive in New York. Drinking was yeah. I had a I I did have a couple drinks um at a at a at a pool bar. Dude, pool, I mean, I went to this pool bar and um billiards, right? Yeah, billiards. Okay. Um I wish it was an actual pool bar. It made they it seem like you went to a, you jumped in a pool when it was so cold in New York. You're just like, <laughs> you know, it's colder than this pool. I These went, prices. I went to a Soho House <laughs> and I went to a, a bar and there was a pool there. And um, uh, but um, yeah, no, the drinks were very expensive. How much were they? Um, eleven bucks each for like a Guinness That's for a beer. Yeah. Um, well, and you know, it's it's um plus tip, plus tip. Um, but no, dude, it's a, it's a, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's like, that's one thing is when I've noticed that here, cause Austin's a big drinking scene. Yeah. And a lot of drinking. It's like when you see friends or like people we know and they're just like, man, I'm broke. But you also every day see them get drunk. You're just like, and like not even drunk. At home, like going out drunk. Yeah, because like you could drink pretty cheap if you drink at home. Or yeah. you buy your own liquor. You could get drunk. You're more uh, likely to become a victim of violent crime in Shirts, Texas. It's one in 103. Uh huh. Than New York, which is one in 192. Wow. So you're more, you're you're basically it's Shirts, Texas is basically twice as dangerous as New York City. I love. I I can't wait to tell that fact to my dad. I cannot <laughs> wait to tell that fact, dude. And also, it's like. You tell your parent, you tell someone like, "Hey, I'm going to New York." They go, "Oh, it's like," and then and then you'd be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go visit the Branch Davidians," and they're like, "Oh my god, I'm so jealous." Yeah, <laughs> and they'll 
You know what your odds of of getting attacked by the branch of his one and two. You're, you're flipping you're a like, coin. You're like that. Like when I told my dad I was moving to Austin, he goes, "It's so expensive out there." And I was like, "Dad, I think I might join a church and give fifteen percent of my wealth uh, to uh, to them." And he goes, "Wow, that's a great idea." <laughs> as long as as long as it's not the government. Yeah, as long as it's not the government. If you give it, yeah. Give, give it, it to jo- ISIS. Yeah, give it to Joel Olstein. You're a good man. Because <laughs> he he doesn't he doesn't give it to the government. There's no way. But also, it's like yeah, it's like I lived in church. It's lame. Here I can see music. I can go out. There's things to do. It's like you pay. Yeah. Austin is the same as New York. One in one ninety one. It's not bad. No, it's a little worse because it's so much smaller. But also, I think you have to look at it with guns. Guns are more prevalent here. Cause I see that dude, I I've living like in the South, where like when I'm in New York and I see like a fist fight happen on the street, I'll like watch right because I'm like ah oh, look at these guys just fighting. In Texas, anytime I see like a bar fight happen, I get go away because the amount of times I've seen like bar fight happen, and then five minutes later, guy comes back with a gun and starts shooting. I've seen like three of those. Really? Yeah. I, you witnessed I, I, that? I watched a man die in Oklahoma City. Like I saw a what? guy get shot. Yeah, in Oklahoma City. Fuck, dude! I have property there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like in the south. It's like different. It's like. Does your dad live in San Antonio? He lives in Church. Oh, okay. Wait, you saw a guy get shot in the chest? In the head. Oh, in the head. Yeah, they got in a fight. What the fuck? They got in a fight. And then the fight broke up. In shirts, Texas. No, no, no. This was Oklahoma City. Oh, my bad. And they got in a fight. Sorry, you you said all those details, and I was was like, you witnessed a murder, dude. Yeah, they got in a fight. Fight broke up. About less than five minutes went by. Guy comes back like with a car, speeds up, and drives off. Eagles fans. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, I uh, I was very I was on an edible. Yeah. When I saw it, and the cops instantly show up. They're like taping off the the area, and then like fifteen minutes go by, and a bike cop shows up. Right, and I was very high, and I just go. I yelled out. I go. Oh, here's the officer that's gonna solve the case. <laughs> And he was sweating. He did not look. He looked at me, not happy. But he he wasn't gonna come after me. There's a murder that just happened. Right, 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 right. And then I looked at the cop again. He got off his bike, and I go, "Officer, the guy went that way." But bad news, in a car. <laughs> you know why he's on a bike, that cop? Because he got a DUI. Yeah. <laughs> That's why bike cops exist, right? It's because it's just cops that get DUIs. No. No. Or no, so they can do foot chases? No, that's for like, yeah, that's low level. You start out as like a bike cop. I always remember when I would do drugs in, at the park, these pussies on bikes would always show up. And it's like, dude, fuck off. Dude, I, you know. Don't, you know, don't, he, t- don't tell your dad uh, that stat because it says here apparently shirts on the same website. It says one in 1,093. So shirts is actually five times safer than yeah, that makes sense. New York. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But San Antonio is not. San Antonio is apparently one of the more dangerous ones. I mean, it's 133. You know the thing. I mean, wow. I, I, I mean, it's. I'm glad we're talking. Like the the crime rate is such a bullshit thing to even like be worried about. 
Like, like, are you? Because people, here's my thing. People are always going to go where people are going to move where um, the safe, like, they're going to buy the most safety that they can. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you're not going to on purpose live in a more dangerous area if you can afford to be in a, you know, safer area. Also, don't you think the crime rate, the thing that affects the crime rate the most is like how good people are doing? Like as a society, like... Like economically speaking? Yeah, like economically. Like when in the 80s when shit was booming, 80s and 90s, I felt like crime probably went down over the 70s. Because no, 70s were... Co- crime, uh, the statistic I, said, it, I read said crime kept going up 70s and peaked in the in the late 80s because mm-hmm. of the crack pandemic, but thanks to abortion, it went down in the 90s. Yeah, because but the, the abortion thing is because a lot more people were getting... We're not having babies that they couldn't afford versus like when you have a baby, and you can't afford it. You know, now you're living in a crime, probably riddle neighborhood because you that's only what you can afford. You're probably going to you're probably selling drugs. But it's just less people because you, that that <clears throat> person that would have been born in the 70s and been an adult in the 90s is now not there. And if yeah. you're not there, you can't do crime. But also if you're if you. Usually, people that get abortions, mm-hmm. people that can't maybe have the kid, can afford the kid. So now you, that child would have been raised less you know, under, unattended children. Unattended children, you know, someone comes along, hey, you're fucking broke. You want cool shit? Come sell crack, you know. And no, but now more crime has been committed. <laughs> you think that's the pitch? No, dude. Hey, I think. I think. You want, no, dude. You want cool shit? Come yeah. Some crack. I watched Goodfellas last night, but that was <laughs> no. But like That's the what rap songs. The, the opening. The opening of Goodfellas was. He goes. He goes. I love working for the mod. I had more money as a fifteen-year-old than I could spend. From a broke family. Yeah, I mean, if I was poor, I would definitely break the law. There's no no question about it. You are poor. I'm not poor. Broke. I work in I work in finance. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> Compared to your other finance guys, you're very poor. Yeah, but I mean, that's relative to like the fucking global one percent. That's true. That's true. Um, but no, like I I would I would I prob it's hard to judge people. You know what I mean? I just you know with crime, I like such a weird crime. People just love talking about crime because it makes them money. Crime, <laughs> crime's an up in the Democratic run cities. Every city is a Democratic-run city. What's a Republican-run city? New Braunfels. Nashville. New, New Braunfels is not a city. That's a that's a suburb. <laughs> Austin's not a fucking city. New York's a city. <laughs> L.A. Now that's a city. Los Angeles uh, barely a city. Dallas. Dallas, I'd say, is a city. Is it? Are they majority Austin Republican? Is a city. Barely, yeah, it's a city. Uh, Miami. Miami. Look, it's New York, Dubai, Hong Kong. <laughs> if it's not New York, Dubai, Hong Kong, or Riyadh in Saudi Arabia, then I don't want to talk to you. Those are the four global epicenters of economic wealth, and that's where I want to be. Yeah. I do love the fast-paced nature of New York, though. It is. There, there's an aggressiveness. There is a bite. There's a bite to New Yorkers, and I love that. You know, They the don't one, give a fuck. The one shitty thing I do hate, though, is... And you can tell, like, the tourists versus, like, the real New Yorkers. is like when I went, it's just like I'm out, you know, beautiful day. 
I'm like, this is a great day. And then it just starts raining, and now I'm just drenched, and everybody else is dry because they, they pack their umbrella, they check the weather. Yeah. You know, and then you're just sitting there drenched, and everybody's looking at you like, oh, you're new to the city. <laughs> the city's fucking you right now. And my buddy yeah. Daniel said, like, he, like, his first month there, he like had to buy like three, four new pairs of shoes because it would just start raining and his shoes would just get ruined. Yeah, you know? no, it it, it 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 did rain a little bit and it was wasn't crazy when I went, but um, yeah, no, it can I could see I could see how you get beaten down. Mm-hmm. That town can beat you down. All but two people I know it ruined them when they came back from New York from doing stand up. They were different people. One guy didn't even show like come back. We have no idea. What happened to the guy? He went to New York with another comedian. He went with this guy named Travis Reyes. And uh, he started doing claymation and stopped doing stand-up as much. And then all of a sudden one day he was gone from the apartment and nobody's been able to contact him since. His that name cl- was Dave Evans. His, that, that you want to know his name is? What his name is? His name was uh, Tim Burton. <laughs> 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 that comedian's name, Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> yeah, whenever, whenever, whenever you, you haven't you ever, heard from him since. No, people think he might have died. Or, Probably. Yeah. Um, do you remember Josh Ramone? Did you ever meet him? Yeah. Yeah. He became super religious, and it's my fault because he'd be like, "Dude, they're doing pagan rituals out here in New York. I can see it." And I sent him this like Illuminati thing and how they light up the buildings and how it's really a pentagram and Satan, and it kind of <laughs> it no. threw him over the edge. <laughs> That's not your fault though. He was yeah. gonna find that article. If that article convinced him of paganism, he was gonna go crazy yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I had a buddy who was actually like doing I'm not gonna say his name, but like he was actually doing pretty well in the stand up scene in in New York. But then like pandemic hit and I think he started doing like a lot of psychedelics on a daily basis. Uh huh. And like it fried his brain. Like mm-hmm. at one point like he was just going up to strangers and just like yelling at them. And it was just like, because it's like that. Well, you got to work out your material. And? <laughs> and? <laughs> that sounds like he's hustling. See, this is the problem with you non New Yorkers. Is <laughs> No, but I do think that city, it could beat you down. And like, if you don't have a good culture or a good group of friends around you, it, it could get lonely fast. That's one thing I noticed about that city. That city can get lonely very fast. Yeah. Where here, I think in Austin, even if you come to visit or you're by yourself, it's small town. You'll see someone you know or people are a little bit more friendly. They'll be like, hey, what's up? Where are you from? Where New York is the complete opposite, where it's like everybody sticks to themselves. I remember I was ordering a falafel. I was ordering a falafel on Times Square. It's like 3 in the morning. And uh ordered the falafel, and the guy... I, do my order, and I go, hey, man, uh, how's your day going? And he just goes, the fuck you say to me? <laughs> and he, like, got mad, and I go, oh, oh, I asked how your day is going, and he just goes, good. <laughs> and I go, good. And he goes, okay, I'll make your falafel. And I go, cool. <laughs> but, like, he didn't, he doesn't it's get so that. unlikely yeah. for people to even talk to him. Yeah, dude, actually, dude, fuck. I remember I go shut. He goes, dude, fuck you, <laughs> every, dude. Every time I bought something, I would say, "What's up?" I'd say, "How you know?" Mm-hmm. Not even how's how's your day going? I'd be like, "How you go, how you doing?" No one said a word to mm-hmm. me. A word. 
Because it's so big, I think it's it's one of those things where it's so big. You're you're cus- not you're, it's customer service doesn't matter because it's like you'll never see me again. Yeah. Well, it's rude to ask them that because it's like getting a spam email. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like don't waste my time. Don't waste my time. It's just so many emails. It all just gets lost in there. Yeah. So don't say hi to people. Also, just yeah, going. the amount of conversations. How's your day going? Good. The next guy. How's your day going? Great. Yeah. Yeah. The next guy. How's your day? Fucking fantastic. I'm I'm working at Seven Eleven. That's a bad peeve of mine. Is when I call a, a female a ma'am and they get mad. Like I'm not a ma'am, and I'm like you're pushing forty. Reminds <laughs> them they're old. I'll call ma'am. Eighteen year olds are ma'ams. Ma'ams. I'll call anybody ma'am. I like calling them lady, but you put bitch behind it. Like all right, lady. <laughs> but they know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've never had to talk to a woman, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> You've never had to talk. To, have you been intrigued to talk to a woman at all? Intrigued, at, like internally? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good. What was I going to say? What would you review New York? One out of ten. One out of ten. The different the food. Well, I had Little Caesars the whole week. <laughs> I had Did Little really? Caesars and I had... Uh, Did you really? Yes. I ate Little Caesars like every night. They have like the best pizza. Why are you getting Little Caesars? It was down the street from my hotel. <laughs> was Little Caesars um, at least better up there? It was. It was good. How little much, Caesars it, slapped. Yeah. Um, and then I had... Uh, what else did I eat? <laughs> um, uh, ben and Jerry's ice cream. <laughs> I did buy some... Frozen tikka masala that I didn't eat. I left it in the fridge. <laughs> uh, Lucky Charms. And um, the uh, Holiday Inn breakfast was delicious, actually. It was really good. Bagels. The true New- um, You had the true New York I had experience. a bagel. <laughs> you had the true New York experience again. Little Caesars. Lucky Charms. Well, 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 should I have Dr. Got- Pepper. That's like coming to Texas and being like, yeah, I got barbecue. I got Bill Miller's. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> No, even worse. Yeah. Yeah, I got barbecue. Wingstop. I got the McRib. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's better in Texas. I got to say. That's y'all right. try the McRib. Okay. Um, so, so the food, I mean, look, the, I'm not like, I wasn't there for food. No, you don't even I get I was there. You don't even get to rate the food. The food, 10. Food, you don't get to rate it. You give the food a 10. You don't get to. I'm because you didn't it. have I'm the rating the food. You didn't have the real food. I smelled the real food, and it was a ten. At I no s- point were you like, "Oh, I should go check out that Italian restaurant. Or I should go check out that fucking Jamaican you restaurant." You didn't get a sandwich from a deli or something. Uh, I went to a deli and I got some coffee. A bodega. <laughs> a bodega. Yeah. Um. Uh. No. I mean, you know, I was there. I was there for work. I. I. <laughs> I experienced that. I was. I was there to be a killer. I was there to be an assassin. <laughs> I was there to. Um. I was there to crush on stage, <laughs> which I did. I was there yeah, to Sean, you establish. Doing, you were doing five minute sets. You, so let's. You said no. You, I did twelve and I did five. Okay, so you said you probably did like eight, five sets your whole. And then some mics. You did five sets probably total. Six. Six sets total. So that's about let's average them out at eight minutes each, which is average. Forty-eight. So forty-eight minutes, and uh, and you were there for how many days? I was there for four days. So, something like that. So that's 72, that's, yeah. So you had, like, most of the day to do anything else. And you didn't. No, I I did, I went to the pool, I went to billiards. Look, billiards in New York was was fun. Billiards players are arrogant. They're very arrogant. Are they arrogant? Huge egos. What happened? Um, 
well, the comedian, I mean, I didn't meet any of them, but like there was this guy, I was playing with my friend, right? Who's like actually kind of a hobbyist billiards player. Yeah. And he's telling me about the game. The game is so deep. The game of billiards is incredibly deep. When you really think about it, he he blew my mind about billiards. What do you mean? You know what's so crazy he's about? Like, he was like, Sean, the game of billiards is not about sinking the ball into the hole. <laughs> it's about the future placement of the cue ball and yeah. where you want the cue ball to be in the future and what shot you should take. It's not even about... It's real billiards pros. They always assume they're going to make the shot. Yeah. It's not... The shot isn't even about am I going to make the shot. The shot is about where do I want the cue ball to be for the next shot. For the next shot. Or like if a shot's impossible, where do I want the cue ball to go for a defensive... To block. To block, yeah. And um, he was telling me like if it's you... It's not... That's, it's not that deep. Well, no. Here's you what, made it. You made it seem like it's like every time a shot gets made, fucking an angel grows its wings. <laughs> like you made it seem like it was gonna be that deep. Well, no. Like the other thing that cr- was crazy is he told me if you hit the ball harder. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he say? Pull up the velocity thing from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally, it is momentum. It's yeah. a it's an exchange of momentum. Okay, if you hit the ball harder. So if you let's say you hit the cue ball, um, let's say you hit the right side of the cue ball, right? Mm-hmm. If you hit the cue ball softly on the right side, that'll create a certain angle. Yeah. Uh, if you hit it on the bottom, it rolls back. Right. If you hit um, it on top, it'll roll forward. The cue ball? Yeah. Yeah. If, so if you hit it in the middle, it usually will hit the ball and kind of stay in place. If you hit it on top, it will roll forward. And if you hit it on bottom hard enough, it'll hit the, the ball and then it will come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that like No, or no, or what I'm talking this is different. What I'm talking about is the target ball. If you if the cue ball hits the target ball on the right side, the angle and but but depending on how hard you hit the target ball on like let's say the right side, it'll change the angle of the uh, you know resultant uh, trajectory of the of the target ball. Yeah, I'm that bad. That makes at, no sense. What do you mean? Yeah, it does. It's it shouldn't change the angle. It's actually very counterintuitive. No, if you have a ball. Yeah. And I hit it right in the middle. It's no, gonna I'm, go I'm talking for- about yeah. Uh-huh. It's gonna go forward. Right. Yeah, but if I hit. On the side. On the right side. It's going to go that way. To the left. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, depending on how hard you hit it, on the right, it'll change the angle. Yeah. That Be- doesn't make sense. Because it spins. No, it, it, it without spin. All right. Isn't that mind-blowing? I just, I, that's Wait, say that same no, one not, again. Not the cue ball spinning, but the... The ball spinning. The ball spinning. That's why the angle changes, because when you hit it harder, it spins faster, so it changes the angle. No, this is without spin. This is this is just the physics of... This is without the spin. It's just... Yeah. I bored you guys, didn't I? No, no, no. I'm looking at... A, I, I, say that statement again, and I'll be more energetic about it. No, forget it. Do it, please, for me. So... I was blowing a huge load on this. Wow! <laughs> crazy! All right. So and I was fucking you, this. And if you spin his cue ball. So entertainment in New York, what would you rate it one out of ten? Because um, you played billiards. You were the entertainment. I was the entertainment. But so. I mean, like, yeah. Um, I liked it. I would say, I mean, I didn't see entertainment. 
Um, Did you see a rat? I saw multiple rats. Did you hug him? Emptied a clip into his ass. <laughs> How big are the rats? Uh, they're like small kittens. Wow. They're like a kitten. They're really big. They're big, big ass rats. Yeah. But um, no, it was a fun trip. I, I mean, like it's it's a cool place. Um, you know, is it somewhere where I would like go for a one night stand or go crazy? Maybe do some drugs? No. <laughs> Why not? Because that's not for me. But I think that's just any city. I don't think <laughs> that has anything to do with New York City. I feel like you'd feel the same way about that. In like You're right. Abilene you are right about or it. Or in New Braunfels. Or in shirts. Or in Chicago. <laughs> or in Not in Chicago. In Los Angeles. Something about Chicago, I would. Did you have I'd any co- did you have any fun while you were there? Like during the day, go like Times Square or Um it? No, I went to Mike's. The whole time? Pretty much. Okay. So uh, now being to New York, the next step would be you moving from Austin to New York or to L.A.? Um, well, I'm thinking Riyadh. Okay. Because, you know, Riyadh has, um, you know, it's the future of entertainment. The West is dying. And I don't really want to be in the West anymore. <laughs> uh, 30, 30 years from now, it's funny, you're laughing, but like Riyadh, may, Riyadh and Hong Kong may be... You hate what I'm saying right now. Where's right? Riyadh? I don't hate what you're Saudi saying. Arabia. I, it's gonna be the future. The East, West is not best anymore. East is beast, <laughs> and that's what I learned in New York. And in the in the West, they make East. All right. E East. I thought you said West. We should get to some news stories before we head let's out. let's get to the news. Crime in New York is at an all time <laughs> high. <laughs> If and you, I'm a fucking bitch. If you get off the plane, you will get shot. <laughs> um, should I do one and then you do one? Yeah, let's do, do the it. the teacher one, Josh. Speaking of crime, or wait, is this? So I... A Texas school district... Oh, what happened, Joshy? I don't know. Josh, I was reading. A Texas school district removed a teacher for giving a seventh grade special needs class an extremely disturbing worksheet with racial slurs and insults. The Texas teacher was uh, separated from the school after distributing a worksheet with insults and slurs. The worksheet included words like fat and ugly, as well as the N word. Whoa! What? It was. What? (laughs) Yeah. It was uh, distributed to a small class of seventh graders with special learning requirements in Colleen, Texas. Um, let's see. It was given to about a dozen kids. And uh, Kraft said the, the assignment was about trigger words, and it escalated from there. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously... In the wrong direction. Dude, it's like Mad Libs. <laughs> Fat. Bit. <laughs> ugly. <laughs> like, I want to know how f- how many words it took to get to the N-word. Like, was it was, was it, it was it in this category? Fat, bitch, ugly, N-word. I mean, and look, uh it's it's <laughs> insults and slurs. Fat, ugly, bitch, those are not. Oh, oh, the words were displayed in word scramble, fill in the blank, and matching exercises. <laughs> it's Mad Libs. It's a, it was probably a Mad Lib. Like, your your teacher is a blank, blank, blank. Oh, uh, that is funny. 
I mean, I kind of get like where the teacher's coming from. For spe- seventh grade special need kids, they need to know about the world too. Yeah, but the okay, kids, what do we call you? <laughs> you are a weetod. <laughs> We're the fourth most diverse school district in the state of Texas, and we grow from it. We start looking at cultural biases and challenging and challenges that obviously exist throughout. That is just, word garbage. I just, I just feel bullshit. Like, I just feel like. If you're that teacher and you want to teach about it, don't have any proof. <laughs> don't have anything that can bite you back in the butt. Like she built a crossword puzzle. What was the what was the word? What was the sentence to get to the N word? It was just pictures they had. Oh, it was pictures. And they said or match it, it up. Or it goes, <laughs> these people like to rap. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh <laughs> These people annoy you at the grocery store. That could be uh, all of them. Because I agree with you. <laughs> Fat, retarded people. <laughs> I agree with you. They they should learn. They need to learn about the words and like what's good and bad. I just think the way she turned it into a game is the way to it w- was the wrong way to do it. I mean, is it in poor taste? A little bit, but like, I'm not like like I mean, dude, people are these. You know, like, should we cancel this teacher? No, like, if if I hear that, if I have a retarded kid, you know, one day. First off, um, if you do have a kid with special needs, you won't call him a retarded <laughs> kid. You'll be like, here's Johnny. He's my retard son. <laughs> you're not going to. Son, even though you're retarded, I love you. Yeah. Even though you're, I might say, ret- well, that used to be the medical term. Doesn't matter, dude. I want. I want, dude, I want my kids to learn about these words. I want them to know about these words. I want them to know. Yeah, but there's a better way to learn about these words. A crossword puzzle kind of implies that you should use the word. Yeah, then making making a game out of it. There should have been a discussion. I feel like it's the way she handled it, having a homework assignment, giving out an assignment. Oh, dude, you're right. Can I, I just thought of a, a a point of view. Okay. That I'd like to share, share on this podcast. Feel free. Hey, you're half of <laughs> Can the I? Go ahead. <laughs> Man, when teachers give out worksheets and then they uh, read books, <laughs> fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Here's the worksheet. And they go out and fucking finger themselves or whatever. <laughs> Here's the worksheet. But I don't... And it's like half. And I was I was a very intelligent, smart kid, so I I got it done immediately. We had and te- all the other kids would cheat off of me, and they'd be like, "Hey, Sean, can I see your worksheet?" No, no, you can't see my worksheet. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> and then they'd be like, "Sean won't help me." And then the teacher'd be like, "Sean, help your friends." I'm like, "You're the teacher, cunt. You help. <laughs> you help him." He said the c word. You're the teacher, cunt. <laughs> You are, you don't you don't know where to learn that word? This crossword puzzle <laughs> from the special ed class. We had a teacher. You we taught. <laughs> we had a teacher, Mr. Paris. He was awful. And uh he would always do that. He would Mr. Like, Paris. Yeah, Mr. Paris. We uh at one one day he showed us a movie and it was Knowing. The Knowing. Remember that, that movie? Oh, with uh who wrote who's who wrote it? It was Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's I love movie. that movie. It's a great movie. That movie's awesome. But for Earth Space Science, it doesn't really make sense. Because the, <laughs> the movie, it's like a sci-fi movie where he finds like a uh, a tablet. It's actually like pseudoscience religious pseudoscience. Is it? Knowing? 
Yeah, not only where he finds the tablet and it says on this day 9-11 will happen. Where it says like it's like a yeah, day it's conspiracy death. theory bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But he he showed us that movie in class like that. That's the kind of teacher, and he would always do that. Just give out assignments. Yeah, and then just be on his computer. He just wanted to watch Knowing. He's like, yeah. this is a good movie. And uh, I because rem- I remember once I got in trouble. I got that's the only class I got in trouble with. He made he made us do like a PowerPoint. Where it's like, uh, what's airspace travel going to look like in the future? And I just use Star Wars ships. Like you did, you did draw. He made you draw a spaceship. No, like you f- kind of like draw, or you can find examples. You know what I mean? And I, I just use all Star Wars ships. Yeah. I and just, he got, he got mad. Yeah, he would get mad. And uh, <laughs> he, I remember once he did that shit where he just handed out like a worksheet. So like, I got work to do on the computer. He left the projector on, and it was just like he was playing a game. <laughs> and literally, we as a class started like hyping him up. We would just go, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> he was a cunt." Yes, <laughs> why would you call me that? And I said it was on the worksheet. <laughs> That's just crazy, though, to have the those words. Because, like, I agree with you; it needs to be discussed. But to have them on a worksheet. Um, that's just something out of South Park. It's just like a classic. Doesn't it? Like, it's like, that's the problem, though. And it's like proof. Here, proof. Anytime a teacher, like, fucks a student or does shit like this, it's proof that we need to pe- be paying teachers more so that we can have, like, a higher standard of teachers. Because this was probably, like, a 20, like, a 50-year-old teacher probably. It was like back in the day, this was fine. Back in the day, she's using the same worksheet. Like she, <laughs> I've been using this worksheet for twenty five years. Not, nobody ever complained. Before. Never, never had a problem until uh, the woke mob came after. <laughs> the woke mob came after me. We never had a problem until these illegal immigrants started coming over to this country. <laughs> build a wall. <laughs> I use build a wall. You know. We may have had less special needs kids if we built the goddamn wall, dude. Um, I feel like the kids I, are going to get going to be embarrassed to get lunch again. A food service director in Massachusetts said, "Congress made school meals free for two years. Now Republicans don't want to extend the program. It's fucked." Free school. Can I make a comparison? Yeah. Can I make a crazy comparison? Correct. When you you know you know when you you know when you get arrested right yes you get a uh, a public defender right yeah. you always want to get a hire your own lawyer because mm-hmm. public defenders suck will fuck you they don't care they don't care really you know they don't they don't know the judge you're when you when you when you buy a private lawyer you're buying you're buying the relationship that they have with the DA mm-hmm. uh, I would I would say the same is true for education. Public education is like a public defender. It sucks. Mm-hmm. You go private, you know, that's where all the access is, you yeah. know, for your kids. And if you don't want your kid to do a crossword puzzle with the N-word in it, <laughs> then go private. You got to go private. You know, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised that that was in a public school. Private schools are the ones that would have crossword puzzles with the N-word. Yeah. They'd be like, who do we not associate with? <laughs> who do we not allow in the school? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't get into Yale? <laughs> Who? Uh, what group started affirmative action, the worst program in the history of America? 
<laughs> um, and it's just it is crazy too. Have you ever had like a teacher in like high school or middle school like? You're talking about like a historical event, and then they pepper in their like own political beliefs. Oh, all the time. And it's just weird. Like I remember when Obama won. Like there are a lot of my history professors that are like fucking. We've seen this before, <laughs> and you're just like, uh, actually, actually, no, we, we, it's we, the first time. <laughs> actually, we've never seen this before. <laughs> like, oh, it's called World War Two. It's called communism. It's called communism. Uh, Barack Obama's a Muslim communist. <laughs> it's like what? Oh, okay. He was racist, though, too. Pre- who's President Lyndon B. Johnson? He, uh, executed. Exec- he, he, he was the Texas president. State. Yeah, he was the president right after uh, Kennedy got assassinated. He was Kennedy's VP. Wait, the the president of the United States was, a, what, to Texas State? Yeah. He must have been the only president that didn't go to an Ivy League. Yeah. Which I think we've talked about, but wow. No, he's up there. Literally, yeah, he, they have a statue of him. Was he a Democrat or a Republican? Democrat. Democrat, but he was a uh, real piece of shit. Well, what's his, legi- what's de- his legacy? Old Democrat. Affirmative action is probably his biggest legacy, and also kind of fucking up the Vietnam War was oh. a pretty big one. Wow. Also, oh. he was the most king-like. Mm-hmm. Like he'd have meetings where he's taking a shit, and he'd have the door open, and make people scrub his feet. Mm-hmm. Really? Apparently, had like a huge dick. Yeah. Yeah. These Lyndon. are all. This is what they teach at Texas State. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the Literally, curriculum. No, on, in the statue, we got to take you to campus. On the statue, it's like it's him pantless, and as a freshman <laughs> orientation, they make you rub his dick. <laughs> and they built. Did they have that when you went, Josh? The animatronic where the dick gets hard and it shoots no, out when, foam. When I, sorry, <laughs> it I said, was, "Celebrate good time." Come on. We had the old statue because I went there before, so we had to get them hard first. It would just automatically go up. Technology. Yeah. The American. His nickname was Jumbo. 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 Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he did affirmative action, not because he really believed in it, but it was more of a. Wait, he didn't actually believe in it. No, he was. He was very. It's still very racist. It's kind of Why like, would a racist guy do that then? Just kind of bring the country together. It was like uh, Kennedy just got assassinated, and it was just more like a <laughs> like calm him down. Oh shit! What? Oh okay. It, Johnson regularly showed his penis to the staff and journalists at the White House, saying, "Have you ever seen anything as big as this?" <laughs> <laughs> That's how he'd win debates. <laughs> When a journalist asked Johnson to justify the continuation of the Vietnam War, Johnson asked all the women to leave the room and pulled out his penis and yelled, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our Texas president. That's so crazy. Yeah. Another thing, the crotch down where your nuts hang, it's always a little too tight. <laughs> what the? This guy's a war warlord. Yeah. Besides showing off his penis rather generously to those around him, Johnson was notorious for crude behavior, which put those around him in huge discomfort. Most likely, he did it on purpose to exert his dominance over others. Don't. Wait. <laughs> Johnson, Johnson once urinated on a Secret Service agent's leg while the agent was giving him cover. The president told him, <laughs> Don't worry, son. It's my prerogative. <laughs> Dude, could you imagine a Secret Service agent like, Mr. President, get down. He's just pissing on you. He loved to conduct his meetings while sitting on a toilet or on a toilet or urinating in a sink. 
Dude, what is it with like alpha males and pissing in sinks? A lot of alpha males love pissing in sinks. That's like a thing. They say it's more hygienic. No, it's no, it's not hygienic. It's kind of like when dogs pee. When dogs pee, it's like you're you're fucking planning. You're your, mar- marking your territory. Yeah, you're marking your territory. That's why anytime I have guests over, I pee on the couch and I go, "You can sit there, but just know who this couch fucking belongs to." Mm-hmm. It's my couch. Bitch. It's my couch, bitch. Um, well, after a staff complaint. Uh, such a request meant a lot of work. He insisted on getting the installation done and used the Vietnam War as a reference. If I can move 10,000 troops in a day, you can certainly fix the bathroom any way I want it. Yeah, he wasn't a good guy. Well, I mean, anyone that... I just love that idea. Sir, should we end the Viet... Why aren't we ending the Vietnam War? Ladies, get out. And just uh, This is why! Ladies... Get the fuck out. Dude, honestly. In conclusion, Lyndon B. Johnson was one of the most controversial presidents in American history. He improved civil rights, health care, and welfare. However, he also escalated the disastrous Vietnam War. Nicknaming his penis Jumbo uh, pales in insignificance (laughs) compared to all of the above. I I disagree. His legacy (laughs) is Jumbo. And uh, Nam is kind of an afterthought yeah. in compared to the size of his penis. Gumbo! <laughs> um, dude, do you, are there any, is there anyone that's pro-Vietnam War? No. This is a recording is of it? him ordering pants. Okay. You want to hear it? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, Mr. Hager? Yes, this is Joe Hager. Uh, Joe, uh, uh, is your father the one that uh, makes uh, clothes? Yes, sir. We're all together. You all made me some real lightweight slacks uh, uh, that he just made up on his own, sent to me three or four months ago. It's a kind of a light brown and a light green, rather soft green and soft brown. Yes, sir. Now, I need about six pairs for summer wear. Yes, sir. I need about six pairs uh, to wear around in the evening when I come in from work. And I can send you a pair. I want them a half an inch larger in the waist than they were before, except I want two or three inches of stuff left back in there so I can take them up. I vary 10 to 15 pounds a month. So uh, leave me at least two and a half, three inches in the back where I can let them out or take them up and put it, make these a half an inch bigger in the waist, make the pockets at least an inch longer. Money, My money and my knife and everything fall out. Wait just a my knife. Hello. Hello. Now, another thing the crotch down where your nuts hang is always a little too tight. <laughs> so when you make them up, give me a inch that I can let out there uh, because they cut me. It's just like riding a, a wire fence. These are almost these are the best that I've had anywhere in the United States. But uh, uh, when I gain a little weight, they cut me under there. So. Believe me. Pause real quick. Uh, imagine, imagine, imagine being that, that owner, and you're just like, I'm on, the president of the United States just told me I have the best pants he's ever worn. That's awesome. And then he just goes, Hey, just make sure to keep the cross area a little <laughs> bit bigger because when my nuts hang, it's not riding the barbed wire fence. <laughs> and you just have to go, Yes, Mr. President. <laughs> and then he goes, Hey, and do me a favor. Hire a couple blacks. <laughs> it would make me look. It would make me look very good if you 
I had some blacks that worked for me. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting this new program called Affirmative Action, which I vehemently disagree with. <laughs> but you understand the politics and so and so forth. So I'm getting this passed so people don't think I'm a murderer. He looks crazy. He looks like an old. He looks like a Texan. He's a. South, he's a. He does look like a Texan. He killed way. JFK. Did you know that? He didn't kill him. He put a hit on JFK. He did call his brother up. That's how his brother RFK learned about a JFK being assassinated. And he goes, "All right, well, you got to tell me what you and your brother were planning because he's gone now." And he's like, "What?" And he's just like, "Your brother's gone. He's done. I'm president. What were you and him working on? Tell me." Whoa! Yeah. That was the first call. That was the first call. He told him. And uh, also, my crotch hurts. <laughs> also, RFK, I have some bad news and some worse news. The bad news is your brother's dead. The worst news is Jumbo is getting a little, getting a little warm. Down there. <laughs> now, RFK, I got to tell you something. Before your baby brother died, I shoved oh, my yeah, he, Jumbo big in. Big brother, big brother. He, he was sworn in on the airplane. This was like literally right after he died. No, He's right, kind of stoked. right after he just got. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he happy? He's kind of smiling. People love power. Some people, not that he did it, but that he knew it was going to happen. I feel bad for Jack. He had to stand there next to him. Dude, was was yeah, LBJ baby. just telling Jack like, "You fuck me now, babe." <laughs> you're my now, you're my first lady. Now you fuck me. Hey, you you hung out with Kennedy. Now you're with Jumbo. <laughs> That's not even his hand. That's his dick on <laughs> the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> That's Jumbo on the Bible. LBJ, put your cock on the Bible. Do you solemnly yeah, that swear? That lady's smiling. Because he's the president, dude. That's that, everyone. That lady, they're laughing. Look at Jackie Kennedy. Dude, click that picture right there. No, no, no. That was at uh, the the wedding. Yeah, that's the wedding. But what like you, that that one right there, right next to she's it. Not, yeah. she, no, she looks no, like she's going to cry. No, the lady next to... Oh, yeah, yeah. She's super excited. Well, dude, people... That's his wife. Yeah. His wife is just like, honey, you're the president. Jackie, aren't you excited? And she's just like, I just cleaned my my husband's brains off the back of the cabinet. <laughs> she goes, but I'm the first lady now. Hey, congratulations, man. My husband's never going to see his kids grow up. <laughs> well, baby, but, but honey. Why aren't you happy for me, you ungrateful <laughs> cunt? I hate you ungrateful bitches. She goes, we need to stay. You're an anti-feminist. We need to stay together. She goes, I've been meaning to fix this, finish this crossword puzzle. But I didn't know what this word meant. But now I do. <laughs> Wait, the photograph. Can you make it bigger? The photograph was taken. I'm not jumbo, hey, all right. Yeah, so this is a picture. This is a picture after Lyndon B. Johnson sworn in on the on the Air Force One. Oh yeah, on the Air Force One. Go down. This photograph was taken on Air Force One immediately after being sworn in as the 36th president. Lyndon B. Johnson standing next to Jackie Kennedy with her husband's blood still on her dress. Slow down. I'm really turned on right now. <laughs> Jesus. Turns his long turns to his longtime friend, Texas Congressman Albert Thomas, and smiles. As Thomas returns a wink and a smirk, the White House photographer took this photo. Cecil Stoughton has stated he feels as this photograph is sinister. Can you scroll up? Let's let's just really look at his face. The wink. The wink, smiling. She just got done smiling, and it's just like... What a crazy photo. And look at photo. Jackie. And look at Jackie. Jackie just... She's like PTSD. She still doesn't know what what's going on. That's so. Cr she's like kind of hot. Yeah, she's very pretty. Yeah, she's very pretty. 
Is she alive? No. Not anymore. No. But she was like the youngest, because he was the youngest president, and she was... Uh... Did she remarry? Uh, no, I don't think so. Let me look it up. Wow. Well, if she didn't, I would have uh, graciously extended my hand. You think I could have gone made it with Jackie Kennedy? Yeah, because you would have done it literally right after <laughs> JFK. Died. Oh yeah, uh, who'd she remarry? Uh, a Greek dude. Ari- what is that? Aristotle. A Greek shipping magnate, Aristotle Onassis. So she always, she always was a a, pow- uh, a gold digging whore. <laughs> wow, she married an old dude. Yeah. Jackie was Jackie Kennedy a gold digger? No. No, are you defending her? Yeah, I, uh, I feel like... Is that fucked up to say? Yeah, because you see the video of... Uh, I've seen the video <laughs> I've of, seen it too. Of her, like, I've seen it in slow motion. Of her, like, collecting the brand. It's, yeah, I don't... I think she really loved JFK. Like, I, I just feel like in that instance, if you saw someone's head blow up and you didn't really love them, she would have, like, jumped out of the car and, like, worked... You know what I mean? But, like, literally, she's, like, standing there, like... Collecting the brains, trying to put it back in his head. That's like, gross. Well, see if you read. If, sad. So if you rewatch it, she's. It, they're saying that that's not she. She was slipping on his brains as she's trying to get off the car. She wasn't scooping. Can we watch his it? Bra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. <laughs> we won't put it on. Okay, let's yeah. watch it though. We'll watch it and then we'll end the episode. We here at the thought. Hey, thoughties. <laughs> we here love to end on a high note. <laughs> With the a video, this is like the first snuff film. Yeah, to call this it a film is brought to you by Emory University. Shout out to Emory University for providing us with the film. I love how they call it the anniversary of the J. Anniversaries are usually happy, not always. Nine eleven anniversary is not happy, <laughs> unless you're Ob- Barack Obama. <laughs> Let's see. I don't think they're gonna show the video. Yeah, can you just look like a JFK assassination full video um, XXX? Fuck, dude. I what YouTube used to be cool, man. I think you could, that was the right video, Josh. I think you just got to say yes or like. Where, where do you say yes? I understand. No, that didn't and show I up the first proceed, time. Yeah. Fuck you, YouTube. Just let us watch the fucking video. Yeah, we. It's hey, it's called JFK's assassination. We know it's gonna be fucking. Also, it's graphic. French. I like it. Assassinat de John F. Kennedy. The French love this video. Wait, Josh. Before you play it, mm-hmm. before you play it, can you just open another tab really quickly? Mm-hmm. And I, can you just put on Electric Avenue? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> No, Benny Hill. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, put on Benny Hill. No, 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 no. This is fucked up. It doesn't matter. Let's just do it. All right. Are you going to be able to play it, though? Yes. Yeah, fuck it. We'll play just it. not we'll monetize this just one. And by the way, we're not we're not billionaires, people. Yeah. We, we, we've made $4 on YouTube. Yeah, play it. Literally. I have screenshots if you want to see it. the most disrespectful shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to start a business. Yes. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring our podcast. Thank you, Shopify. Fuck you, Shopify. <laughs> if you're just listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Do we'll I see you guys next week. Do I show the video? Yeah. Show it. Oh, All my right. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Um, uh, Comedian Tony C <laughs> on Instagram. 
and uh, Sean Riley comedy. Um, I've always been a. Oh God. Oh my. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Look, she's trying. <laughs> trying to get out. Yeah, she's not. And he's telling her to stay in. Hey, you know what? I've tremendous respect for gold diggers. Tremendous respect for Jackie. I'm glad she remarried. God, that was horrible. I do not feel good about that I, at all. <laughs> I I do not. I apologize. <laughs> to the, Dude, that to was the, the most disrespectful he shit really, ever. He really got his brains blown yeah. out. He got oh. he got murked. He got, and I learned that in, in New York over the weekend. He got murked. Have you seen the sh- uh, movie Blondie on Netflix? Not yet. Is that about it's, JFK? It's about Marilyn Monroe. Blondie, yeah. But it oh. shows uh, they, they took Marilyn Monroe to go fuck Kennedy, right? And it shows Jackie like crying in one of the rooms as they're pulling Marilyn Monroe around. So it's like Jackie knew about the all his. And yeah, but she's like, "What am I gonna do?" He doesn't give a shit. Well, and that's uh, and that's why. That's a great point, Josh. That's why Jackie didn't really love JFK. Because I'll tell you what, if I love a woman and she's bouncing on someone else's cock, <laughs> guess what I'm going to do? Break up with her. I'll be like, listen here, yeah. ma'am, you can't do that. I just wanna... and, and, and so for him, for her to stay, that means, am I wrong? Let me let me just be very clear. I'm just that shocked right now. Cub- I'm shocked still. I, I really want to apologize for the John F. Kennedy and his family. That was bad. <laughs> Yeah. I don't apologize to power. <laughs> I don't apologize to the powerful. No, because when he got shot with the theme song, it matched yeah. too well, and, <laughs> and, and the tone was not correct. And I just want to say, I thought it was going to be a lot more funny. It was awesome. It was it was hilarious. It'd have been it, funny if it was Gaddafi we were watching. Yeah. It w- hey, they, you see what they did to him, right? Well, oh yeah, Gaddafi. They shoved a knife up his butt. Any look, boom, and boom, I, boom, I, boom, I boom. <laughs> really, yeah. Never Dude. seen that video? We're not going to watch that. No, right, I well, can't do two. Can you turn on Electric Avenue? I kind of we'll, we'll play out the episode to Electric Avenue. <laughs> okay, say what you want to <sighs> Oh, I was just going to say um uh when Jackie mm-hmm. knew that she was being cheated on, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Jackie found out if I was Jackie, I would have been like, listen here, Buster. I don't care if you're the president of the world, okay? You think you could just fuck Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. I'm out of here. But she didn't. Instead, she said, I, I care more about being the first lady. And she said, hmm, you know what? You go ahead and bounce on Marilyn Monroe's dick. Instead, of Lee, instead Lee Harvey Oswald was like, you're going to cheat on your wife? <laughs> Not today, JFK. <laughs> Dude, I think Marilyn Monroe did it. Or no, 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 Jackie Kennedy did it. Jackie Kennedy saw JFK cheating. It was like, hey, Lee, I got a job for you. Hey, Lee, I got a job for you. What you want me to do, Jackie? Please blow the brains out of my husband's head. <laughs> Well, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, again, to the Kennedy family, I apologize. I, and I don't. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Comedian Tony Casillas. Uh, I got some shows coming up. I'm going to be headlining the Blind Tiger February 4th. Uh, I will be in in Janesville at the Comedy Cabin. 
March 3rd and 4th. And then, yeah. What do you got coming up, Sean? Um, I'm featuring for you, I guess, right? Yep. And then uh, at the Tiger. Um, praise Allah. And we love your thoughties. I got some shit coming up. Just hit me up. I'll get back to you. I'm not that busy. <laughs> Josh, as always. Joshua yeah. Cabasa. Comedyfrequency.com. Uh, check out Onslaught every second and fourth. Tuesday at 10 o'clock at Creek in the Cave. And February 18th, I'll be at Film Alley headlining uh, in Bastrop. Hans Kim is featuring, right? Oh, he's supposed to be. I have no idea. Hans that's... Kim's featuring? Yeah. That's, that's pretty weird. cool. Wow. Uh, all right, guys. All right. Uh, we love you, Thotties. We'll see you next Give week. Give us a little review. YouTube, Spotify, like, Apple. share, you know, You know what the fuck to do. You know the drill. Tell your friend about us if Tell- you want to, Don't, but only if you want to. Actually, keep us a secret. Fuck your friends. Also, in the comments, let us let us know who you, which president you think had the biggest dick. <laughs> and don't say Obama, because that's racist. And also, <laughs> and also because Obama was not my president. <laughs> Good night.